This is episode number seven of the Passion Minded Mom podcast. You are listening to the Passion Minded Mom podcast for business-driven moms who actually want to talk about the stuff that matters. I'm your host, Kate Reuter, business coach and marketing strategist, and together we'll expose the truth behind balancing work while raising a family and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. We'll discuss all things marketing, mindset, and wellness, plus taboo topics like money, guilty pleasures, and intimacy. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success as a mom, you have come to the right place. Good morning. You may not be listening to this in the morning, but it's still morning here. So good morning. How is everyone holding up out there? I hope all of you are healthy and safe and that your loved ones are doing okay. If you're listening in April of 2020, we're in quarantine. If you're not listening in April 2020, this episode, which is one of my favorite topics to talk about, by the way, it's still going to apply to you. Most of the U.S. population right now has a stay-at-home or a shelter-in-place order of some kind. And because of that, your daily life probably looks pretty different than what it looked like just one to two months ago. I do some work in the digital marketing space. I've seen a huge uptick in that. And there are lots of clients also looking to get online if they're not already. So lots of businesses trying to move online, lots more going on in the social media space. But with no more travel and no large gatherings, events, conferences, meetings, and some jobs have been lost or canceled. People are home. Everyone's lives or daily environment has shifted in some way. There are a lot of people who all of a sudden are facing negative circumstances and they're trying to figure through, whether it's financial or health-related. There's also lots of people who have time. They literally feel like they have loads of time they didn't before. But there is one segment of the population that has less time than they did before. And who is that? It's moms, right? Moms of school-aged kids. Less time. More juggling. So while we could argue that time is finite, we all get the same amount, right? Nobody has less or more. But right now, moms of school-aged kids likely feel like there's a lot less of it. What we really have is more stuff to fit in to the same amount of time, especially if you're still working the same way that you did a couple months ago. If you have a nine to five and you're now working from home or you work in a business that allows you to work from home and you're still working full time, you now have added homeschooling into the mix. So lots of new changes and shifts going on. So I covered scheduling in last week's episode, which was a highly requested topic. I made some recommendations that represented a shift from how I normally plan my days, but it gives us a kind of structured flexibility. So I hope you've been able to catch that episode, and I hope that it was helpful. But today, I'm going to discuss why I believe now is a great time to finally start trying to wake up early. You're saying, what? That sounds absurd. I am the most tired I've ever been, 
There's no time for anything, and I want to sleep. And you should. I'm not going to recommend that you don't get sufficient sleep during this time. Sleep is so important for health, and we all need that right now. But what I want to offer is to consider approaching it differently and begin working toward a place where you're waking up earlier. By early, I mean earlier than what your normal is. Ideally, for us moms, before anyone else. And that's really the key here. So if you've been someone who has heard about this concept of waking up at 5 a.m. and how amazing it is and how much success it can bring, but it felt like it was just so hard to do and could not apply to you, this episode is for you. Here is why this is important. With all of the shift in our daily lives and environments, I'd argue that we're the one population that for sure is not saying, I'm so bored, I don't know what to do with all the time. This is a time when whether you feel like you have more time, less time, more work, less work, more money, less money, it all feels different. And given the health crisis, there's a lot of negative news and cases and deaths. There's a whole heck of a lot of negative out there. Nobody is debating that. But as one of my coaches has been saying a ton lately, give equal airtime to the positive. So that's what I want to do for you today. Today, I'm going to give you something hugely positive for your life. After you listen to this episode and take back some of the recommendations to your own situation and work on implementing them, I want to hear how it is for you. I want to know how it's going, if it makes a difference. I would love to hear that it led to some positive change for you, even in this crazy time, especially in this crazy time. Positive change is always a goal when I serve my clients, but particularly right now, with all the negative, I love bringing the positive wherever I can for those who work with me and to those of you who are listening now, especially in a time like this when there's so much negative and I get to receive from my clients messages expressing their breakthroughs, their wins, their business achievements, their clients' new money. While a lot of suffering is going on, it's a pretty amazing feeling. I just can't even tell you how validating and gratifying that is. The success and the milestones they're hitting, and yes, the financial return they're making right now because of our work together feels amazing and positive. And I'm going to keep bringing you that value regardless of a crisis. So let's get into this. I began writing the notes for this episode around 6.30 a.m. this morning. I'd been up for a little bit over an hour, and about a year ago, this never happened. And many of you don't consider yourself early risers. I'd always been interested in the idea. I found it intriguing because I struggled with how to believe it was even possible. I found all sorts of reasons why I couldn't do it or that it just wasn't for me. But here's the thing. With kids, and now especially as a single mom with young ones and energetic ones who don't sleep 12 hours at night, something had to give. I was struggling. I was low on patience. I didn't wake up feeling good and bright and ready to welcome them with open arms and energy that lasted through the day. But I found a way to get started and to stick to it. So this topic is also one I've been asked about a lot. And I hear a lot of debate around it, 
I get a lot of questions. How do you do it? It's not for me. I'm not good at it. I'm too tired. Now, when the curveball of quarantine and homeschooling first happened, I will admit I alluded to it in my last episode. Things were getting harder. And so was keeping to my routines and my commitment to myself. All of my limits were being tested. Resilience was being tested. And I hit some walls. So I went back to doing the work, not just on my business, but on my mind. And I got the coaching I needed to step over the hurdle. I have worked with a few different coaches as I've worked to grow my business and my bottom line. And with that work, I've had some amazing breakthroughs across the board. So I'm getting much better at knowing when it's time to turn to that coaching for guidance. So I came to my session and I said proudly, this is what I want to work on. I knew exactly what thought was derailing my mood. And what I was offered in that session is why I am talking to you right now about waking up early. In the coaching I got about my current struggle, I was offered that before the crisis, I believed there were things outside of me that gave me peace or activities that brought me a sense of well-being, that it was my external environment that made me feel that peace. But I was reminded in that session how my thoughts determine how I feel, not my external environment. And I know this, but this is the beauty of having a coach. They hear and observe the things that to us feel like the truth. Just like I need more sleep or I'm not a morning person feels like the truth. Being reminded that peace doesn't come from my external environment, that it comes from my thoughts, also means that I have the ability to feel peace whenever I want. It sounds so simple, but yet, with all of this coronavirus and craziness going on, it really felt like I had less peace available to me. Here is the key. Right now, we have to work harder to create the feelings we want to feel. And I'd been struggling to feel peace some days. I was convinced that it was more available to me when I was not in a crisis. But that's not the case. It is always available to me. Is that not mind-blowing? It's just that right now, I have to work harder to create it. So how does this apply? Because one of the first things I experienced when I started waking up earlier was more peace. I know that it wasn't the quiet that made me feel peace. It was the thoughts I had about making that time happen and what I did with that time that made a huge difference in my ability to feel the peace and to show up for my kids and myself and my business. And that has helped me better cope with hardship and deal with other challenges in my life. It's allowed me to open doors to opportunities and create more positive results and money in my work. We need that more now than ever. So if you've ever thought about wanting to get up earlier, but you believe it was just too hard given your situation, you are going to want to hear this. I'm going to share some of my journey to the 5 a.m. wake up. During this episode, I'm going to tell you about what I used to do, how I started trying this, and how I continue to make it happen. Okay, now 5 a.m. might not be the right time for you, and 5 a.m. isn't the right time for me every single day either. Sometimes it's later, 
Sometimes it's earlier. But the point really, and what I want to help you overcome today during this time, is the resistance to it. I felt the same resistance. And how I shifted from having a negative, visceral response to that phrase, 5 a.m. wake up, to a very positive and excited response to it. Just like hiring a coach, now that I do this, I cannot believe I didn't do it sooner. Okay, so here is what I used to do. Until about the age of 30, I was like most of you, I think, getting up in time to get to college classes or out in the field for my sales job or whatever corporate job, right? And I'd set an alarm and maybe hit snooze a couple times, but generally speaking, I'd get to where I needed to be punctually, but I just wasn't excited about waking up. When I had my first kid, as you know, the whole sleep schedule changed. I didn't get to sleep through the night, and I had some anxiety around that, and it caused me to have trouble falling asleep as well. It was a cycle. But I had a baby to feed and care for, so I got up earlier than I really wanted to after not enough sleep, and I was usually exhausted, and I had also accomplished 100 things like changing, feeding, and cleaning the baby and the house by the time it hit 9 a.m. It was a new feeling of sort of accomplishment, but I don't think I really enjoyed it because I was so exhausted from the newborn phase. Many of you can relate. I also was not owning my life very well at that time. I was in survival mode, and I was struggling in a lot of other ways too, a topic for another episode. But after the newborn phase, for several years, after they started sleeping through the night and I stopped breastfeeding, I desperately tried to take this evening time to decompress after they were in bed. I knew that I wouldn't have to wake up in the middle of the night anymore, so I sort of checked out. I vegged on the couch. This meant maybe watching Scandal, having a glass of wine or two, social scrolling, and generally putzing around, not being really productive. Fast forward 10 years later, single mom, entrepreneur, grad student with two kids, four and six, who, while they sleep through the night still, thank goodness, they don't need a lot of sleep. My oldest falls asleep by 9.15 at night. My youngest, usually about 9.45. It's late, I know. We've tried a lot of things, but hang with me here. And last year, I found myself in not a great place again, with that same wanting to check out feeling, thinking I was decompressing at night and the wine. Maybe I'd do some email. My work at that time wasn't very effective or productive, though I found myself spending time doing things work-related, attempting to catch up, feeling burnt out, and then dropping into bed. And I found myself getting to bed around 11, usually later. My kids are up between 6.30 and 7, and they would come in and they'd wake me up most days, staring at me, you know, nose to nose, or they were just talking loudly, trying to play but fighting with each other, or sometimes crying, and I was not a chipper person, let me tell you. Many of you may be feeling this way right now. I did not wake up feeling refreshed most days. Again, I found myself exhausted, depleted, stressed. And I did use wine to decompress and now realize that it also helped me fall asleep. Some use Netflix, stress eating. All these things are coming up for us right now as well. 
But here's the thing. Trying to decompress at night, burnt out and depleted as it is, wasn't really decompressing at all. It was escaping and numbing. So here is where I started to turn the corner, and I thought about trying it. The stress came to a head, and I had some breakdowns. I hit rock bottom, in a sense. I kind of realized that I wasn't handling my shit. Now, if you have any sort of feeling like this right now that's resonating with you, you're probably feeling it even more. Everything is being stretched. All of us moms are spread thin. I was there, and I realized something had to give. What I had going on just was not working. I was building my business, managing the kids, dealing with challenges at the time with my house, trying to have a successful relationship that I was not successful in, and just not having enough time to do it all. And at that time, I recall seeing these Facebook or LinkedIn ads with Jay Shetty and other successful entrepreneurs who were talking about waking up at 5 a.m. and having a successful business and taking care of themselves and doing all these things really early in the morning. And I remember feeling very envious and even bitter and argumentative with it. I would think they must not have kids or they have a partner or a nanny who takes care of the kids all the time or if they do have kids, their kids probably go to sleep earlier than mine. I blamed so many other things for my inability to get up early. I reasoned that me taking the time at night for myself was a requirement and that I needed eight hours of sleep to feel refreshed. Most mornings, all of that still didn't leave me waking up feeling amazing. So fast forward several months later and a ton of work on myself. Now, I'm here passing this amazing gift of transformation to you, and I know how hard it can feel in the beginning. You can wake up early. You can feel refreshed. You can get up and feel peace before anyone else in your family starts their day. And this will make you a better mom, a better business owner, a better partner. Here was the key to this. I started to question my thoughts about that time in the evening. I started to get real honest with myself about my choices at the end of the day. I started to listen to my own mind instead of defaulting to the same habits every evening while I told myself I was decompressing. I knew I wanted a different result. I wanted to feel like the kind of person who advocated the early wake-up. I wanted to believe that was possible for me. With my kids going to bed after 9 and me wanting to believe that 5 a.m. was a possibility, I had to make a change. So, I started with the bedtime routine, and I worked backwards. The bedtime routine for my kids also became the bedtime routine for me, so that by 9, 9.30, I was also ready for bed. I resisted the urge to hurry them to bed so I could have my time for me at night. I spent a little extra time now putting them to bed, reading stories, getting our pajamas on. Now, most nights, I'm asleep before 10.30 and up by 6, sometimes as early as 4.45. Now, most mornings are completely new and brilliant and peaceful for me. I also found the bedtime alarm thing on the iPhone that uses the birds chirping like in the forest. 
instead of an alarm bell. And I set that for around 5 or 5.30. Sometimes my dog wakes me up before that. I do have a really old dog. He's a little Yorkie. He's blind. And so he just barks sometimes between 4 and 5 a.m. And I go downstairs to tend to him. And sometimes I just decide to stay awake then. And I usually do. And then I start my morning routine. And that routine is what keeps me doing this. So this is how I continue to make it happen. When I first started this journey of waking up early, I was introduced to The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And while I confess I didn't read the book, I did get the lowdown. And I did some research online and I took what I needed to adopt a routine that would work for me. Folks, life-changing. The results make it a no-brainer. Now, there's a little bit of discipline required to make this happen, changing some habits, making a solid commitment to what happens in your evenings. I find a lot of you and many of my clients also struggle with this the most. I found it is more important to focus on the evening routine and make tweaks there first and then put the focus on what you do in the morning. Working on the evening habits made the most difference and took the most mindset work for me. Now I have at least an hour to myself of peaceful, quiet time every morning. I have about four to five different steps in my routine, and they're all done by the time the kids wake up. And by the time they wake, I am one smiling, happy mama who welcomes them with hugs and kisses and gratitude and I've already practiced self-care. In the last episode, I talked about carving out a little bit more time to work on that schedule of yours. Why not work on carving out a new morning routine as well? I promise you, if you can take the steps to work toward creating this time for yourself, you will find your whole day starts in a much better way. I found more patience, more sanity, and more peace. Listen, I have slip-ups, and I have some late nights, and the shifts due to the pandemic threatened to take away my peaceful mornings. So I realized when I had my coaching that I needed to work even harder to hold on to them because for me, they brought me peace. It's a world of difference. So to recap, we talked about how it used to be a struggle for me, and you may not think it's possible. I also shared how the evening routine was the key to getting started and how it takes discipline and new perspective, but the benefits of all this make it so worth taking the time. And if this is something you are really struggling with, I can help. The healthier habits that came out of this process for me feel like the glue that holds it all together and allow me to grow my business effectively and reach my goals, and set an example for my kids, especially when we are with them a lot more often, like right now. I'd love to get on the phone for a quick strategy session to talk through what might be going on in your situation if you want some help. You can head over to my website at katereuter.com to book a free mini session, and let's do some troubleshooting. I can help get you on the right track. You know I love your feedback and those reviews, so please continue to let me know how you like the content so far and what else you want to know. What other struggles are you having that you want me to talk about? 
You guys all have an awesome day, but most importantly, an evening that sets up your morning for success. I'll see you guys next time.